This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. As we approach the end of January, we should all be looking back on the past year as one of victory, where we hopefully learn from pastors many lessons on encouragement during that year. Once again, this lesson on victories, forgetting failures and declaring bright futures, clearly outlines the steps we need to take to accomplish that brand new start on our way to a better life. We're reminded again never to forget how much God loves us and how often He wants to give us the victory. But we'll also be reminded of foolishly dwelling on past failures and the power of telling God exactly what we want for our lives. So let's rejoin Pastor once again as we charge into that brand new year. We got to remember some things, man. You got to remember. You got to remember what God, I'm going to talk about it. Sometimes, you know, talking about it will, will, will get you to remember it. Talk about what God has done. You know, when you're around with people and you have the opportunity, tell them about what God has done in your life. Get excited about it. You, you don't know, you don't know what might happen. You might, you might get somebody saved. They might get anything out of this. Am I just preaching to myself here? You got to remember, remember. Remember your victories. Say it with me. Remember your victories. Remember your victories. All right. So Psalm 77 says that. So let's make a little confession. Can we make a little confession? I want to get you started here. Let's all say this. Say, say I will remember. I will remember. Now say this. Say, the devil wants me to forget, but I will remember. My emotions want me to forget, but I will remember. My fears want me to forget, but I will remember. My current situation wants me to forget, but I will remember. Come on, give glory to the name of Jesus. All right. So, we've got to remember. But now, we've got to forget. There are some things that we have got to forget. So, we've got to remember our victories, but secondly... We've got to forget our failures. Everybody say, forget my failures. Forget my failures. All right. So with that, I want to give you this verse, Isaiah chapter 43, um, verse 18, 19 says, Do not remember the former thing, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Praise the Lord. So God's saying he's going to do a new thing, but God can't do a new thing if you're still holding on to the old thing. We got to forget some things. We got to forget the failures. We've got to forget the mistakes. We've got to forget about the sins that we've confessed before the Lord. We've got to forget about what people have done to us. We've got to forget about these things because if we hold on to the things of the past, we're not going to be able to to get to our future. Have you ever seen somebody try to drive a car forward by looking out the rear view? How can you go forward when you're looking backwards? 
Lot's wife looked backwards. I mean, many, those of you who are Bible students, Lot, God pulled him out and Lot's wife turned around and looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. Amen. Some of you start to look a little white and crusty. <laughs> Bright white and crusty. Don't look back. Forget about it. You can't do anything. You can't undo the past. I found, one thing I found out in life, you can't undo the past. So if we're going to charge into this new year, we're going to have to, we're going to, have to for, remember our victories. Say, remember our victories. <laughs> but we're going to have to forget about our failures and disappointments and things that maybe haven't worked out. Because sometimes it's, it's, the, it's the things of the past that hold people back from the glorious future that God has for you. So he says, don't remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. God's going to do a new thing. I said, God's going to do a new thing in your life. There's something new. There's a new season. This is not only a new year coming upon us. This is a brand new season. And God is about to do something awesome in your life. I feel it. I know it. I can, I, I can feel it that this is a brand new season. So, but I got to let go. I've got to forget some of these things of the past. Maybe things didn't work out, but it's all right. Forget about it. Forgive. Maybe you were disappointed. Maybe you were hurt. Some of you are sitting here with hurts that you can't, get, can't let go of. I'm going to be so bold. I'm even going to stay because I just sense it by the Spirit right now. Some of you have been hurt in other churches and you still haven't gotten over it. And this is what prevents you from going forward because you haven't dealt with that hurt. You haven't dealt with that disappointment. You haven't dealt with, you know, just forgiven that church or that man of God or woman of God or whoever it is. And maybe it was a misunderstanding. I don't know. But you haven't yet been able to let go of it. And when you can't let go of the past, you cannot get to your future. Puts you right into park. You're not going to be able to get there. So if we're going to charge into this new year, we're going to have to forget about our failures, mistakes, disappointments, hurts, pains, unforgettable, whatever it is. We're going to have to forget about it. We're going to have to just get rid of it. Because we're never going to be able to forge forward into the awesome season of blessing that God has for us. This new thing. I don't know about you, but I want a new thing. I'm excited. I don't want the old thing. I want a new thing. I'm excited about something new. Come on, God. I'm looking for something new. I want the new thing in my life. I don't want it just the way it always was. I want a new thing going on in my life. And I'm seeking you for it every day. Are you excited about the new thing that God wants to do? Because he is about to do something awesome in your life. So he says, very, uh, the Bible says, Isaiah 43, 18, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know what that means? See, to you, you may think, well, how am I going to get to this new thing? Everything is the same. Nothing's really changed in my life. Have you forgotten that God is the God of the impossible? Haven't you forgotten? He said that he would, he would make a river in the desert. Listen, rivers don't flow in deserts. That's an impossible situation. But God said that he would make the impossible possible for you because he loves you and he has a future for you, a hope and a future. I am about you, but I'm ready for the new thing. Come on, God, lay it on me. I want the new thing. How many of you want the new thing in your life? Come on. This is the promise of God. But if we're going to get the new thing, you've got to forget the old thing. You know, if you, if you, you know, you keep holding on, doing it the old way, thinking you're going to get a different result, ain't going to happen. You're holding on to things. You've you got to get rid. You've got to get rid of the old thing, the old thinking. 
you say, God wants to do a new thing in your life. And he'll bring it forth speedily. Uh, I'm excited. We're entering into a whole new season. So let me give you Philippians. You know this verse. But I like the way Paul said it. It says, not that I have already attained, or am I, this is Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Not that I've already attained, or I'm already perfected. In other words, not that I've arrived. Some of you think you arrived, but you haven't arrived. No, really. Some of you think you arrived, man. You think you're the cat's meow. You think you're, you know, wow, look at me. Look at who I am. You are nothing, 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 man. And you better get started right there. You better get back to your knees. You are nothing. You are nothing. I said, you are nothing without Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has made you what you are. So he says, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. See, come on, say press on. I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I'm pressing on to the things that God, that Jesus has won and acquired for me. I'm press- this idea of pressing means you've got to put a little effort. It means you're, you're stretching, uncomfortable. But he says, I said, this one thing I do. Paul says, this one thing I do, out of all the things he could say, he said, this one thing I do, not that I've already attained, not that I'm perfected, but I press on that I may uh, lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. There it is. One thing I do. One thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press, there's the word again, press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So he says, one thing I do, I'm forgetting those things which are behind, and I'm pressing, and I'm pushing, and my eye is focused on the hope and the future that God has for me. So you're going to have to forget some things. You're going to have to let some people go. You're going to have to forgive. Are you with me? You're going to have to forgive some people. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to just, just forget about some of those. Fam- there may even be some disappointments that you feel that maybe God disappointed you because you didn't get an answer to a prayer or something didn't work. But you see, I learned something that it, it, the, the story isn't finished yet. You don't know the, the, the next chapter of your life could be written you know, about all of the blessings and the victories and, and it may seem like a delayed reaction, but it's always right on time. God is always right on time. So Paul says, this one thing I do, this one thing I do, uh, forgetting those things which are behind, forgetting those things which lay behind me, and I'm reaching, pushing, pressing forward to the things which are ahead. There are a lot of good things ahead in this year. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? God has a hope in the future. But you can't get there holding on to the past. I'm going to go right back to that point. You can't get there holding on to the past. You see, you have to let go of it. Got to let go of it. Got to stop that stinking thinking. Get your bad self together. I know you're bad, but get yourself together. Get your act together. Get up on your two feet. Start pressing forward. Because God's got something. He's got something in his mind for you, but you can't get there holding on to the past. Get this wisdom from Paul. Forgetting those things which are behind, can't do what I'm going to do. Made a mistake, can't do it. You know, even if others still hold you accountable, nothing you can do. You can't change them, but you can change you. You can't change the way they look at you, but you can change the way you look at you. (laughs) 
You can't change the way they think about you, but you can think the way about, you know, change the way you think about you. You can think, you know, you can, you can change the way the thoughts that you have about yourself. You're going to have to forget. So we're going to have to remember our victories, forget our failures, mistakes, sins, and anything else you want to put in that category. So say, say with me, remember, remember. Forget. forget. And then the last thing we want to talk about today, and we'll get you out of here in a minute, is that we have to declare. We have to declare. Well, you know what? Let's go back up to forget, because I want you to make this confession with me before we go into declare. Say this with me. Say, I will forget. I will forget, I will forget my past failures. I will forget my past mistakes. I will forget my past disappointments. I will forget my past, disappointments. I will forget my past hurts. I will forget my past, hurts. I will forget my past sins. I will forget my past sins. Now, now, this one, this next one, don't lie. I'm going to lead you to this confession. Don't be a liar in church now. No lying in church on Sunday morning. I will forget what people have done to me. Come on. All right. And number three says, I will forget what the devil has said. It's time to begin again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. change your attitude, man. I, I, I can't live in that. All right. So now number three, we got to declare our future. Let me give you this verse, Job 22, 28. Love this verse. I'm going to read it in, in the New King James. I'm reading the Amplified. Are you getting something out of this? Helping anybody here today? All right. Now don't, don't jive me now. You're not jiving me. Right? All right. Job 22, 28. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. Wow. You declare a thing and it will be established. And notice it didn't say you will declare a blessing and a blessing will be established. It says you will declare a thing. You could be declaring a blessing or you could be declaring a curse. Whatever you're declaring is what is going to be manifesting in your life. It will be established. Whatever you are declaring will be. So you declare a thing. And in this case, we're talking positive. We're declaring something good. We're declaring something new. We're declaring something fresh. We're declaring something awesome. We're declaring something big. So he says, you also declare a thing and it will be established for you. Let me read it to you out of the Amplify because I like it this way. It says, you shall also decide and decree a thing and it will be established for you and the light of God's favor, everybody say favor, shall shine upon your ways. Whoa, man. So he said, you will decide and decree. So some of you got to decide, man. You got to make a decision. Let me come down here because some of you are looking at me like, two, like I got two heads. You got to decide. Some, what are you thinking? You got to make some decision. Where is it you want to be? What is it that you want to have? Where is it that you want to go? What, what, come on. You, you got to decide a thing and you got to start to declare it over your life, over your family, over your household, over your children, over your finances, over your future. What what is it that you want? He says, you've got to decide and decree and then God's favor is coming on you to make it a reality in your life. You see, nothing's going to change until you get that stinking confession in line with God's word. You wonder why you're having trouble. It's because you're talking yourself into it. Blabber mouth, big mouth, negative mouth, always talking negative. Shut up. 
suck those words back down in your belly and bring up a word of praise, a word of thanksgiving, a word of, of hope, a word of future. Come on, bring something up in from the depths of your belly instead of all your belly aching. You shall also decide and decree. See, so the reason why sometimes you, 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 your, your future is not, not bright or blessed is because you haven't decided anything. You're waiting on God. You say, well, I'm waiting on God. You know, wait, wait. That sounds really holy, but it is so wrong. It's really silly. You're waiting on God. God's waiting on you. You decide. You decree. So, oh, well, I can't do that. I mean, oh, I'm going to tell God. You're not telling God what to do. God's telling you what to do. He said, you decide, you decree, and it will be established. You're not telling God it. God's telling you what to do. He says, you decide it, you decree it, and it will come to pass in your life. Why would, why would he set it up that way? Because he, he wants you to get your faith involved. He knows what human nature is to get all, the, the, you know, get all depressed and down and negative. He wants you to pick it up and you start decreeing. You start, but you got to decide. It's got to start with what? You got to make some decisions. Where do you want to be? What, what do you want to do? How much money do you want to earn? What, what, what business do you want to be in? What company do you want to work for? What, what kind of car do you want to drive? What kind of house do you want to live in? What is it that you want? You've got to, you've got to decide. The reason why maybe sometimes you don't get you know, get anywhere because you're in a state of indecision or no decision at all. Well, it's whatever God, I've heard people say, so pious, so humble. Well, whatever God wants to, you know, whatever God wants. And God's saying whatever you want. So you're going to argue with God? You're going to have this, whatever you want, God, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I, you know, I'm being greedy. Brother, sister, you don't want it? I'll take yours. <laughs> Come on, baby, just send it over my way. I'll take it if you don't want it. You have to decide something. What do you want it to look like? What do you want your family to look like? What do you want your finances to look like? What is it? Now, begin to declare it. Decide and decree it. Decide and declare it. Decide and start speaking it out. Put your mouth to it and see what God will do in your behalf. But if you just sit there and stay, and that's the problem I see with a lot of Christians is that we're just stuck. We're just, we're just stuck. We're just always in the same place doing the same thing over and over again. And that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, thinking you're going to get different results. Right? That's the definition of insanity. How are you going to, how, how's everything going to be changed? You've got to decide. I had to make decisions in my life. I continue to have to make decisions. I don't like it here. I don't like it. I don't like being here. I won't be here anymore. Well, that's my decision. I'm not going to be here anymore. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to start to declare where I want to be, and what I want to be doing, where I want to be in life, where I want to be in my profession, my ministry, whatever. I've got to start to declaring, declaring some things. Until you start to decide and declare, nothing's ever going to change. Nothing's ever going to be different. It'll always be the same. And the, the reason it's not that God doesn't want to bring you there is that you're stuck. You've got to admit it. Some of you are stuck. Let me come over here and say it. Some of you are stuck. Let me come a little further. Some of you are stuck. Stuck. Stuck, baby. Stuck. Like stuck in the mud. Stuck. Because you haven't decided. You don't like what you have. You don't like where you are. But you haven't made a decision. You haven't made a decision of where you want to be. And you can come up with every kind of excuse. I'm this and that. It's because of this. That's just excuses. 
Did you all hear me over here on the... Did you all hear me over here? It's all excuses. Decide. What is it? What is it? Where is it you want to be? Start to make some decisions. One of the things that I practiced years ago, writing things down. Set up your map. Write it down. Put it down. This, this, and then pray over it every day. Thank God every day. Put your hand on it. If you're a family, husband and wife, put your hand on it. Pray every day. We're declaring that this is where we're going. House is getting paid off. Cars getting paid off. Credit cards are getting paid off. We're out of debt. We're rolling in dough. Hallelujah. Now, years ago, when I was up to my eyeballs in debt, like some of you, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or trying to, I know what it feels like to be up to my eyeballs in debt. My confession was simply this. I thank you, Lord, that all my debts are paid and I have thousands of dollars in my bank account. Hallelujah. And I confess that every time I looked at my checkbook, you know, writing, all my debts are paid and I have thousands of dollars in my checking account. And back then it was just a hope. It was just my faith. But I'm here to tell you today that that is no longer a hope. That is a reality. my, My debts are paid. You got to decide, I decided a long time ago, I'm not going to be poor forever. I'm going to walk in abundance. I'm going to do it God's way. All right, let's finish here. All right, you know the other verses. Jesus said, if you say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast, and he does not doubt in his heart, believes what he says, you will have whatsoever you say. So whatever you say is what's going to be produced. All right, so let's make a, can we make some confessions and then we'll, we'll end up here. All right, let's, let's, let's make these confessions. Say this, I declare my future is blessed. I declare my tomorrows, come on, will be greater than my yesterdays. I declare victory in every battle. I declare I walk in divine health. I declare I walk in abundant prosperity. I declare I have victory, say it, over every scheme, trick, and trap of the devil. I declare I am mentally, physically, spiritually alert and strong. I declare I walk in the wisdom, strength, and power of the Lord. I declare supernatural doors of opportunity are opening for me. And then this final declaration, I declare this will be the best year of my life yet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series 
ministries in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.